Our podcast. Time for the podcast. Well, you're I'm special because you're listening to a podcast. Can I put something out there? Mm. Do it. It is like my party was Saturday for my 30th, mm. and I think I'm still a little bit hungover. That's what I said. Yeah. As soon as you hit 30, hangovers are worse. Apparently. Your liver knows about it. Yeah. And my, like I've got that gut burn. Mm. Yeah. I think it's the burgers, hun. You get used to that. Yeah. I was um, thinking that all the dominoes that I had for dinner. <laughs> did you not Sunday. back up yesterday? No. Uh, no. 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 hair of the he's, dog? He's giving up drinking now. God, one of those. No. So I didn't say I'm not giving it up. Stab's turned pro. Stab, you went to the bowler, didn't you? Certainly did. It was a Sunday. Didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not giving up. I'm just going to back off for a little bit, yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, mind you, know how that works out for you, Maddie. Yeah, there's a lot of booze <laughs> left over from the party. That's the she... best. That's the best thing about throwing the party is the leftovers. Mm. You know? Now you're home alone with half a bottle of Woodstock and cola, and what are you going to do? I hate going through people's eskies, and you're like, oh, it's left over, and you're like, oh, you cheap. Like not the the good ones, you know. Oh no! See, I bought the cheap beer, the expensive yeah. beers. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, look, stick around. You'll find out about the um, ambulance that was called mm-hmm. for your husband, mm-hmm. Abby. Mm-hmm. Um, so that story it. is on the way. Yep. 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 And you'll also hear about what people have accidentally taken on planes. We like to think security is good, but there's a few things that have got through. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one oh five. I reckon this is going to be a reality show that I'm going to be into. Um, and it's filmed here in Brisbane as well. You can still apply for it. It's going to be filmed at the Powerhouse. Beautiful backdrop. But it's a new reality show and it's called The X-Files. Oh, I like it already. Uh, not what you would imagine it to be. Aliens. No aliens. No, <laughs> no aliens. But something in your closet maybe because <laughs> it is going to get people involved that have, I guess, issues in relationships. And it seems like they've got a pattern. You know those people that just can't... Oh seem to stay with someone for a long term, like something always happens. So they want them to apply for it and they're going to go back in their past and interview all their exes and find out, I guess, what's wrong with them. Is this like when you when you meet, oh, this is Bruce's new girlfriend, Helen. Don't worry, mm. it's the same as the old Helen. Same name, yeah. same looks. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've got yeah. that pattern. But mm. even worse, if mm. you're looking for a pattern, then what if every ex says something different and you realise yeah. at the end of it, you're just an asshole? Well, then that would be the pattern. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They would go, Maddie, you're an asshole. And you'd go, oh, okay. And That's- scene. I'll <laughs> yeah. oh, roll credits and we're going to fill with cat videos next week. It would be cringe though. I'll find, I would just imagine hearing what your ex would say about we've, we've you. We've talked to a few of your exes on the show. Yeah, but I spoke to them. Imagine what they'd say behind your back. Because ah, yeah. they were pleasant to my face because I think they're still scared of me. But like behind my back, <laughs> you know? You know what, the thing that's weird about your exes though is you don't have a type. It's I like so you went through the whole colour wheel to, to just try, every, taste everything. Because it's all about personality. I, and you know that it really is about personality if you look at well, you went, you had a, some You had a couple of... Cuddly people. Yes. Yeah, and then some... So, no, I don't know. I really think it's about personality. Osha, you'd be the same though. Wouldn't you say that you've got a variety of exes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got to go on all the rides at Disneyland before you find the one you want to stay on all day. <laughs> would you be scared about what they'd say about you? What do you reckon would be the common theme? Oh, uh, well, certainly before I got sober, I know. Okay, yeah. Right, hey, yep. yeah. yeah just became a cantankerous asshole. But uh, uh, yeah, probably I, I'm, I can get I, I can get very picky. I can get very particular, very pedantic, and it's really annoying. Never noticed. 
It's not friends getting interviewed, okay? No, no, we're not doing it now. No, no, we're not. And you can still apply. You can ask. You can ask ex-radio teams, and they'll all say the same thing. That's actually not a bad idea. No, let's not do that. Let's bring back all of Stab has ploughed through. Heaps of them. Mm-hmm. Let's bring back all your ex co-hosts and see what they say. Sure, I think you're the all... one that's still getting paid, so something's yeah. going right for you. Don't I've, worry. I've Stay always confident. said the 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 two uh, the two standards here at this radio station are low ratings and me. <laughs> <laughs> and you laugh as the bosses finally go, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> you can still, if you still want to be part of this, you can you can register and, and yeah, get on board. Sounds like a hoot. <laughs> it actually, I think it's going to be. Fun. I reckon it'll be interesting it's fun so to watch. It's not going to be fun to be a no. Yeah. It's on the ABC, so it's going to have some amount of credibility behind it. They'll actually, like, not just a person who calls himself a psychologist on Instagram, it'll actually be a proper <laughs> psychologist. Sorry, what show are you talking about there, Rosh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you can apply for it. You just Google um, The X-Files Brisbane and it'll come up. We'll tweet them out now. Follow us on uh, Twitter. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. look around and I just see so many people who have accomplished so many of their goals by the time they're 30. Why, God, why? We had a deal. Let the others grow old, not me. Uh, thank you for a great birthday week, I'm going to say, last week, guys. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Um, it was you're exactly You only turned 30 once. Mm. True. <laughs> that is true. Unless you're Abby. Yes, Unless and then you're Abby. you get to enjoy it a few times over. But you had your uh, 30th birthday party yeah. on Saturday. And mm. I haven't asked it. Did you like the presents that we got you? <laughs> The snapbacks. Yeah. yeah. I did see the stack of boxes and I was like, oh, cool. These are going to be great. Yeah. That why just four snapbacks. Because, why was it again? Because you're the kind of guy that would collect yeah. snapbacks yeah. and keep the stickers on You're them. a jerk. <laughs> One day we were talking about collections and I said to Stab, what do you think I collect? And he said, sneakers and hats. Oh my, that is the biggest <laughs> insult in the world. So we've, no. got your, we've got your collection started. And Stab paid for them all, so there you yeah. go. Yeah. I noticed they were from Rockley Markets. They weren't the real deal. Is that right? Uh, they it's may nice. be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nike is just as yeah. good as Nike. <laughs> don't snap them too many times um, and not go back. <laughs> we went to your house and you, yeah. had, you put on a, a, quite a spread. It was lovely. And um, I must apologise because I hit on your mother so hard. <laughs> I think everyone did. Yeah, well, she's single. Yeah. And your auntie Pretty is handsy. Yeah, she way. is. She is very handsy. Auntie Danelle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's lovely. Mm. Yeah. So this is how it went. Now, uh, Osh, you were uh, Wayne Sydney. So, we're going to catch you up. Please. An ambulance turned up. Mm-hmm. My now, husband it... called the ambulance. Oh, well, if Scotty's deems an emergency worthy of an ambulance, mm. it's probably mm. fairly gruesome. And it wasn't even me. No, Who was it? No, it wasn't you. We had my mate has uh, a new girlfriend, and she came along first time we all met her. Oh. What's the first time? I'd, I'd only met her f- an hour before that. I chatted to her in the toilet. She was lovely because she's got a couple of kids. Yes, she's got three. Three, that's three. right. Yes, yeah. 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 And she, she's a, a beautiful girl. Well, finally, he's mm-hmm. got someone who's good, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and her littlest boy was on the trampoline, went outside the net and crawled around the net, mm. fell off, mm. split his head open. So she <sighs> turns to Scott and says, you call the ambulance. And Scott goes... I don't know what's going on, but she just yelled an order, so yeah. I'm going to call. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, do you want to check first? And there was a lot of blood, and she's like, he's like, no, 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 no. She's told me I have to call. Yeah. So, yeah, he called, and he's, oh, where are we, hun? 
Like, <laughs> you know I, I was standing beside Scott and yeah. I gave him all the information. At one point, I thought, this is my house. Mm. Why aren't I on the phone? That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. That is a good point. So that happened. Yeah, that did happen. There was some vomiting. Our 15 year old got into an argument with him because I found him spewing in a toilet. And I said, Have you been drinking? He hadn't been drinking because I said with Esther, the sober one, to mm. check on him. That's good. He didn't dob me in. No. <laughs> Why was he doing? You were on fire, Stav. I don't know. Stav walks in with the massive esky. You know when you kind of go, yeah. it was bigger than the esky that um, Acton over there had to supply drinks, and he had a lot of drinks. And you walk in with this just ginormous Did it have esky, wheels on it? No. And it was just for him. Really? You just turned up with an esky so large, like an esky the size of a couch. Could it seat two? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, at one point, my grandmother and three of my aunties were sitting, and they go, this is a really comfortable bench seat. I said, no, that's Stab's esky. Get up. You need to yeah, drink. Yeah. I made that poor woman get up a lot. She should have moved. Then one of my aunties mm. vomited in another, another toilet, mm. And uh, this is why I'm going to let you guys know, I think there's a bug going around because she's a non-drinking auntie. Oh. Really? Yeah, she was driving my 94-year-old grandmother home, so oh. I hope she wasn't drinking. Mm, mm. Oh. So mm. just be careful were of that. Were you DJing at the end? Because yes, I was driving because I had the kids. Yeah. I I <laughs> said I was. I went over to her. Because we, we were enjoying the music. It was like Crash Test Dummies and um, uh, Counting Crows and stuff, and me and S were really enjoying it. And she said to me, go tell him to put the music back on. Why is he spinning the decks? And I went over and said, what, what are you doing? Why are you DJing? I just, I can't talk to anyone at the moment. I'm hiding. I'm literally, I'm hiding behind these things because I can't, I can't talk to anybody. Uh, please go help me. And then we hugged. We did. We did. At one point, I uh, went and had a shower in the middle of the party because yes. I was feeling really tired. I, uh, I wore your clothes as yes. well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You wore my clothes. Yeah, mm-hmm. But the most wild thing happened, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where I, this is when I knew it was a 30th party. I went, mm-hmm. it's, I remember my 18th. I remember my 21st. And mm-hmm. this was the 30th, the big moment. Mm-hmm. I walked into my bedroom oh, no. to use the ensuite, mm. and my wife mm. and another woman mm. were on the bed together, asleep, with their tops off. Mm. They were breastfeeding. I was under the bed, <laughs> and I was like, "This is it. This is my moment." And here's were, your present. They were both breastfeeding, oh. and I, I said to Esther, "Go. I'm not going to lie. I have imagined this so many times, but there was not like this." And then I shut the door, and then I went back out to the other toilet. Oh, man. And that was my thirtieth birthday, and that that was the moment of realization. You know, I went from yeah. woo party to. Mm. You're 30, my friend. Yeah. yeah. You are 30. So thank you yeah. to everyone who came and made it an amazing night. I really do appreciate it. And I'm not drinking for another 14 years. <laughs> yeah, he's going to take a little bit of a rest. Yep. Jeez. Yeah. I'm quitting <laughs> drinking. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Aren't you tired of paying big bucks to see a movie, only to find out afterwards it was kind of terrible? If we paid to see this, we put ourselves through the movie gauntlet so you don't have to. I'm Darren Hayes. I'm Anthony Armentano. And this is a movie podcast where we pay to see movies the week that they open, and then just tell you our honest opinion about them. We sometimes go off topic. Can dogs smile? See. We might sometimes be a little not safe for work. He means we swear. Well, sometimes a movie is so f***ing terrible. Or f***ing awesome. That you have to. Isn't this a great advertisement to check out We Paid to See This? You can listen to the show at podcast1.com. Com.au. Or download the Podcast One app. Yeah, Little Mix were in town. They're at the Entertainment Centre on Friday night. And Maddie, you were preparing for your 30th birthday party. You had to put the seats out. You showed me mm. a lovely photo. Yep. 
Uh, and Osh, you're in Sydney, so Stav and yeah. I were like, we'll go and chat with the girls. Mm. Lovely we went girls. backstage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot wow. of security. We lot went through, didn't we? Yeah. Went allowed to stand over there, stand over there, I don't know. look at them. You know. no, but they, they, they do that, though. You know what I always find funny when you do those interviews? Mm. The security are hackers, mm. yeah. and then you yeah. get to the actual person, they're like, they're lovely. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, the artists are lovely. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're so, a man. Why aren't you looking at me? Look at me in the eye when you talk to me. I'm told not to. But if you remember Maddie, um, they you, were supposed to be supposed at to your do, party. You yeah. invited them along to your, your party to yeah. perform. But we've got something for you. They though. said they would. They, yes. They, they didn't turn well, up. Traffic was bad. No, it wasn't their fault. No. Something came up. But yeah. we thought, well, we're going to go and do the interview just so that they can do a little bit of a... A birthday message. Well, a bit of a message. You'll hear message it. Message to you. All right, here we go. This will be good. Stab and Abby <laughs> with Little Mix. Here we are at the Brisbane Entertainment Centre with the one, the only, Little Mix. <laughs> Good, I'm glad you cheered for yourself. <laughs> do you ever get nervous going up there, performing on stage? Mm. Do you still get that buzz? We get the buzz. We get a buzz, but yeah. we don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. Unless no. it's like the Brit Awards or yeah. X Factor or a big live television yeah. show. Where you know that people can stop and zoom and rewind. I, yeah, I think it's more just the pressure of like, when you're at the Brit Awards, there's like loads of other famous artists watching you. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of pressure. You've just and if it's yeah, new choreography or something we just learned, yeah. Yeah. then it's petrifying. How long do you have to take to learn? the choreography they um, well for the Brit Awards we had um, a couple days oh, two days wow <laughs> we did and you nailed it I saw it is thank it, you what's more rewarding for you guys is it doing the ballads or is it doing the songs because I kind of like uh, for those playing at home Abby just did the finger this is radio <laughs> <laughs> you know, the bird. It's, you know like the getting back at you songs yeah. you know what I mean like that powerful I think that's what's amazing about being in like this kind of industry, you know, we go through situations like individually or together and we just get in a studio and it's like a massive therapy action session. Yeah. And we'll just be like, oh my God, and then this happened and we're like, oh my God, well, let's write a song about that today and it just gets exciting. Yeah. yeah. I missed my calling. I should have been in the girl group then. Yeah, but you, you just do it. It just doesn't rhyme. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's the difference. Uh, we heard that uh, you guys were so jet lagged uh, when you came in that you thought that you were going into a Greg's with, Bakery. With oh, yeah. Yeah, you apparently you tweeted or something saying yeah. that you thought it was a bakery and I didn't know what Greg's was. I'm from Glasgow, so I knew what Greg's Bakery was. Isn't it amazing? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Now I'm feeling left out because I don't understand. Can any of you do an Aussie accent? Of course. We love it. We oh, are feeling good. like I could talk like this all day. I bloody love it. Someone's watched Neighbours. Yeah, we are. I was actually named after a surfer on Home and Away. No way. Mm -hmm. You really? Yeah, Yeah. Jessie. You were obsessed with that accent, wasn't weren't you? Like when we first met Jessie, all she ever did was Australian accent. I'm going to get in trouble here. uh, From I have to do it. Uh, If you um, uh, have you met a koala yet? No, No. we were meant to go to the zoo today. Mm. But we didn't have enough time because mm. we're getting ready and stuff. Okay, what he's about to tell you is true, but I apologise for it, Because they've got chlamydia, okay? right? <gasps> yeah. Smash Don't high-five chlamydia? What's wrong with you? 95% of koalas have, have chlamydia. Have chlamydia, yeah. yeah. How did you know that? Because I've told enough people I just love a fun now. fact. It's a yeah. fact. Yeah. yeah. Thank Aren't you, yeah. ladies. Thank you so um, much. We have to actually ask a favour from you because, Perry, it wasn't your fault you were put on the spot. But is Matt... This, is this about the party? Yes. Which is How did I know that was going to come up again? Yeah, so many asked on air because it was the same time as this party whether you guys could come and sing at the party and you just went, sure, of course. I said yes. Yeah. Would 
Just one meant it. We know that. It's in his backyard tomorrow. Oh, nice. Uh, well, we're in Sydney. And it, yeah. Wow. That's the problem. So I thought rather than doing anything, if you could just say like a happy birthday message to him. Yeah, cool. Is that all right? So his name's Matt. Yeah. Matt. Uh, okay. But in the happy birthday message, don't mention the fact that he once dated his cousin. No, because he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Did he actually? Yeah, he oh, actually wow. did. Yeah. And also don't mention his eyebrows because no. he's What's only... What's wrong with the brows? He's, he's got, got just one. Yeah, just one. Just one. But just do something nice. Monobrows. Yeah. Monobrows. Yeah, like... But just so he understands a high voice because he's got a really high voice. Really high voice. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Love the brows. <laughs> Stop with the cousin. Love the brow. Is the cousin going to be at the party? I, th- I would think so. Is he going to be at the party? The cousin. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They've probably grown apart. Oops. Or rather, just oh, it's a or bad breakup. Might rekindle an old flame. Maybe. He's married with three kids, but you never know. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Well, yeah. then just yeah. a hello. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest thank of you too. I hope you do you. get some time time to sort of enjoy it a little bit, maybe. Yeah. A little. And just not the koalas. The koalas. Yeah. Yeah, we watch will. Out for the koalas. We will. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you, ladies. There you go. A lovely birthday message of support from the girls. Say yeah. thank you. Say thank you. They're very happy to. Next time they see you, Maddie, they go, oh, there's something about you that I remember. Yeah. You something interesting Stav. that we'll, Stav told me. We'll pass it on for his 40th. Thank you so much, Lane. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Unlike <laughs> you three, I've got a long time to wait for it, don't I? Yes. Did you just do a pen drop? Yes. <laughs> Not the same, mate. Not the same. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Thank you for sticking with the podcast. We're going to play Alpha Bucks again tomorrow. Um, you need a letter for that. This is your bonus time to practice. B is your letter for tomorrow. B for... Boobies. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce's boobies. <laughs> 8 a.m. tomorrow, win $10,000. How mature are you guys? Beyonce's boobies. I, Didn't I, make me yeah. giggle. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce's boobies. Boobalicious. Okay there, champ. We're still recording. <laughs> We're still on. <laughs> we are still on. Come fly with me. After the arrest in Sydney of potential terrorists, um, they were trying to bring down a, a plane, allegedly. And we just want to know um, if you've accidentally got something through at the airports, because heightened security at the moment. So they're saying that you need to get there about two hours before your flight, just for domestic. Wow. I want them at 100% all the time, though. I, you know, I, like was... I, wanted, I want them to have a 100% success rate of catching stuff that shouldn't go through. I was just surprised that I have gone on a lot of flights with big medical um, scissors. Accidentally, they had them in my makeup We're bag. surprised, too, because why would you be having them anyway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they what do you use them well. for? Yeah. Oh, my friend, <laughs> my friend left them over because she's a doctor and she left them over for cutting fabric and now hmm. they're good. I didn't want to give them back. So what have you accidentally flown with Selena from Paddington? Um, firecrackers. Wow. A whole box of them. (laughs) Yeah, so, okay, so I used to live in Townsville, and I went to Darwin for a holiday um, a few years ago, and they have firecracker nights. Mm, They do, yep. And, yep, so um, it was only a little, they're little bumblebee ones, so Mm. they're, like, they're really small. Mm, Um, Not the point, but, (laughs) um, yeah, I'd left them in my bag. We obviously didn't let them off, and um, I got all the way home, opened my bag, and there was my box of firecrackers. Wow. wow. Yeah. So when was, was yeah. that, like, recently? Or No, so this was probably about six years ago. Oh, when right. they didn't care back then. 
I mean, <laughs> I'm from Darwin, so I don't yeah. think they really even have security. It's just a kangaroo patting you down. But do you know? I actually remember that I grew up in Gladstone. Yeah. And we had that at our airport. There was no security, no scanning. Mm, but then, yeah. when you and you could fly into Brisbane. Mm. Yeah. But then, if you left Brisbane to go to Gladstone, you did have to go yeah. through yeah. security. Yeah. It was bizarre. Mm. Yeah. Um, Chris and Yarra Bilba, what have you accidentally flown with, dude? I've gone through with a flick knife. Oh. Yeah. So I managed to get through a South African airport and then Brisbane airport with a flick knife in my backpack. Wow. Well, are you are you in a street gang? Like, why do you have a flick knife? <laughs> No, I just, I always kind of wanted one, but then I realised, knowing when I came back, that I couldn't actually bring it here, because you're not allowed them in Australia. No. Um, And then I bought it in South Africa, and um, I chucked it in my backpack, and had like a backpack with lots of pockets. I didn't realise that I'd Mm. left it in there Mm. after I checked my bag, because knowing going through an airport, I can't have it. And then I got home, and I was like, oh, no. I still have this in my pocket, and that would have been bad. Yeah, the weird thing, it's always a way, right? If he was trying to sneak it in, yeah. They would have yeah. found it, you know? Mm. But it's just that you don't think about it. You don't get caught. Wasn't Is acting nervous. Exactly. He would, yeah, because he would have had it written on his face. I mm. have a weapon in my in my bag. Well, that'd be silly to write it on your face. <laughs> Grace <laughs> and Sunshine Coast. What did you accidentally fly with? Um, my, it was actually my brother-in-law, and huh? he had a cane toad, living cane toad, in his boot, work boot. No, he did not. So what? All the way to Melbourne, and he was... Jumping out, of, like jumping out of the shower, mm. and went to put his work boot on, and the living cane toad was wow. still in there. Wow, that could have been interesting. Whoa! And it was carry on as well, so it would have been X-rayed. Ah, mm. oh. mm. do you think he had the boot on at the time? He didn't. He wasn't wearing the boot. No, 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 no. it was his yeah. bag. Yeah. Carry on, suitcase. They probably yeah. just thought they were steel-toed boots. Hey. Yay! Take the rest of the day off, Steph. <laughs> Take the rest of the day off. All right, he's out. Wendy on the Gold Coast. What did you uh, What did you fly with? Uh, I was able to travel with a heavy duty stainless steel multi tool with a knife and a corkscrew, scissors, the works. Wow. Why did yeah. you have it, and where did you fly to? Um, it was mainly domestic flights. I had it in my handbag for a few years. It was given to me from a um, a work associate. And one time coming back from a work conference in Melbourne, they pulled me over and said, excuse me, ma'am, you've got a pocket knife. Mm. And I'm thinking, pocket knife? No, I don't. I'd totally forgotten this was there. And when they pulled it out, I was actually so embarrassed. I couldn't believe I'd had it in my handbag for years. Do you think, oh, wow. wow. Do you think they do or it's like, um, oh, we got that bottle of red out the back. Yeah. No one's got a corkscrew. <laughs> no. Here we go. Here we go. We knew we'd get one. <laughs> I would love to know what happens with the contraband. As if they mm. don't, like, you know, I've there's a lost up. and found. They flick through it and take some stuff home. It's different in different countries because I've got a few things confiscated around the world. Yeah. We had cigars in America and they will invite you in to watch it getting destroyed. Oh. Uh-huh. So they're not allowed uh. to take any home and you're actually allowed to go into this back thing and they will burn it. Were they Cubans oh, after you came yeah. back from Cuba? Yes, they were, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. how horrible. Yeah. As if they wouldn't take a couple, though. In I said that to him. I said... This is so annoying. I went after my big spiel of why can't countries get along. I said to him, why don't you just take it back? Like, can't you just breathe it in? Like, at least enjoy it. And they're like, we're not allowed to. It's not like when they start. If you start with the cigars and you're breathing everything in. Oh, as you if know? they don't do that. I, I love seeing that when they go on the news. They go, the police have raided a crop, and then there's 4,000 of them all standing around just double-checking that it burns. No, you drive home. No, you drive home. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105.
Aren't you tired of paying big bucks to see a movie, only to find out afterwards it was kind of terrible? If we paid to see this, we put ourselves through the movie gauntlet so you don't have to. I'm Darren Hayes. I'm Anthony Armentano. And this is a movie podcast where we pay to see movies the week that they open, and then just tell you our honest opinion about them. We sometimes go off topic. Can dogs smile? See? We might sometimes be a little not safe for work. He means we swear. Well, sometimes a movie is so f***ing terrible. Or f***ing awesome. That you have to. Isn't this a great advertisement to check out We Paid to See This? You can listen to the show at podcast1.com. Com.au or download the Podcast One app. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Imagine a world in which we end up together. I don't know. I'm looking for Emily Gardner. She was checked in tonight. There's an infection. We put her in a medically induced coma. Coma. We had a bit of fun last week. We went on a team date day uh, to the movies. We went and checked out this film, which was just hilarious. Uh, It's called The Big Sick, and it's based on a guy named Kamal and his wife, Emily, who um, fall in love, but Kamal's family want an arranged marriage for him. Now, the amazing thing about this movie as well is the star of it, Kamal, it's actually about him and his wife, and... um, his wife, who isn't in the movie, but helped write the movie, is on with us right now. Kamal and Emily, good morning. Hello. Hi, how are you going? Oh, do you know what? We're so happy that you live this story because we did go on a group date. And thanks for doing oh, thank that, Emily. You. Thank you for going in a coma as well. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Yeah, I know. A bit weird, I know. It for all of us. <laughs> thank you. So it's quite, it's quite an amazing story. Tell us, because it's a true story, tell us all about it. It's a story based on the first year of our relationship and what happened was, it's going to sound very serious, it's not as serious as it sounds, it is a comedy. When we were first dating, Emily got really sick and was in a coma for eight days. A I very... had to hang out with my parents while I was not there. It was yeah. a light coma. It was just a, like a trip to Europe, <laughs> in and out. <laughs> Emily, how was it having him star in the movie? And Zoe, who plays you, does an amazing job and very similar as well in um, physical um with looks. looks, but how was it? You seeing... both look the same naked, is what she's saying. No, so I'm just. <laughs> Emily, how was it when you're doing the casting? Because you wrote it. How was it seeing other girls try, like, will kiss your husband? Well, you know, that's the part of it that I, I think I hadn't really thought about, thought through until we were at the auditions, and then I was like, oh, what have I done? Just a parade of gorgeous actresses flirting with my husband. Uh, but you know, you're, then you put your grown-up pants on and you're like, I got a job to do. And you have to pick someone who has the best chemistry with your husband. Uh, so that is what we yeah. have to do. I was able to make the sacrifice and do it and be a professional about it. What a Emily, good man you are. Emily had some trouble, but you know, I was what a professional good from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have read, uh, I read in uh, Empire Magazine, Emily, that you were uh, almost against doing the film in the first place because it was too personal a story for you and you finally came around. Is that is that correct? Yeah, I think I just, uh, I wasn't sure how we were going to make this movie into something that was funny or could be entertaining to other people because it was so intense for us. And I'm a little bit more private. A lot of my friends didn't even know I'd been sick. Right. Um, And so this is now instead of telling them and usually at brunch, if it comes up, I'm like, hey, do you guys have 30 minutes? I was in a coma. (laughs) Now I can just send them a DVD or kind of send them off to the theater. And we'll have to have a free DVD. They have to buy it. Yeah, they're going to have to buy it. Kamal, I've got to say, I've got a bit of a sick, twisted sense of humour. We all do. Um, Some of my favourite jokes were the inappropriate ones around the terrorist theme in it. Um, Yeah. Is that something that you... Do you actually get stopped at airports and stuff like that? Like 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 jokes that get made? Well, first of all, 
say our movie doesn't have a terrorist theme. I'll go ahead. And no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. It's a love. It's a comedy. No, it's no, a no. love. You made it. You make Terrorist-themed coma comedy. <laughs> oh, isn't it a laugh? Really? You, you, yeah. you know what I mean. There's, there's, there's yeah. jokes that skate the line there, but is it actually right. like that for you in real life? Well, I did have to deal with, like, the, the scene where I get heckled is based on uh, real-life events, you know? I mean, that happened to me probably six or seven times. People would yell wow. something racist to me. This was back when... You know, when I was first doing comedy, I was just a few years in, in Chicago, I would have people yell racist stuff at me. Uh, but unlike in the movie, there was really nobody to come to my defense, so I just kind of floundered on stage. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's all based on personal experience, really. It's weird because I feel like we know you because we know your story from the um, from the movie. And reading your bio, it's it's interesting to see how much it is actually true. I am also a huge X Files fan. Uh, yeah. uh, how good was episode three of the revival with Reese Darby? That was the best episode I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. Yeah, it was a great episode, wasn't it? It mm. had nothing to do with the fact that I was in it, but it really was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, Reece indeed. Reese Darby was great. Yeah. Yeah, because you were the uh, you were the dog catching man, weren't you? I was the dog catching man. That's right. Mm. And then I had to deal with a monster, and I, it was really above my pay grade. That must have been amazing being in your favorite show. Yeah, I mean, I was very excited to meet David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Obviously, you know, I met them in the makeup trailer, and I had to pretend like I didn't know their names. Like, oh, Gillian, yes, very nice to meet you. I hope I'm saying that right. What was even weirder was I was doing a scene with them, and in the scene, I was like, oh my god, I'm talking to. Mulder and Scully now. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a scene where I'm laying on the ground and Scully comes around the corner holding a flashlight. Mm-hmm. And I freaked out. I was like, oh my God, that, she's holding a flashlight. And she got pregnant. That's when Kamel is the first man to ever become pregnant by a television show. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, don't, I don't want to give um, too much away in the story, but obviously having... You like, obviously live. Well, no, he did. Yeah, I woke up. <laughs> Coming from different cultures, Emily, I'd like to know what your relationship is like now with Kamal's family. Very, very close. They actually were really lovely to me uh, from the start, essentially, because I think they realized that, you know, the the worst thing that we did was kind of fall in love with each other. So they, yeah. have, they have been nothing but accepting. And, of course, now it's been 10 years, so we're, we've been a family for 10 years now. Hey, uh, Ray Romano is in this yeah. with you as well from Everybody Loves Raymond, who we all know is doing lots of comedy stuff, but he plays quite a, a, a bit of a serious role in this. What was he like to work with? Oh, he was amazing. I mean, you know, I've been a fan of his forever. He's an amazing stand-up, and then I loved Everybody Loves Raymond. And so I was thrilled that he wanted to do it, and I was pretty intimidated, but it turns out he's just as neurotic as I am. Very neurotic. Yeah, he got stuck in the elevator for a little while in a tiny apartment. He has little pills. I don't think I'm talking out of school. He has little pills he keeps on him for if he has, like, a panic attack in public. Uh, And he almost used them in that elevator we were using. Yeah, then he never took the elevator after that. Wow. Well, so right. when he's when he's freaking out, he just pulls out a little thing and pops a pill, and he's all sweet. <laughs> That's what I need. Well, yeah, <laughs> I really do. And um, Kamal, any any plans to fall into a coma for the sequel, or are we just going to leave it at the one? Oh, that would be a fun. We'll do a little twist, tender, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> we'll do a little swap. Hey, well, look, it's a it's a great movie. You'll laugh. You, you may even cry, and it, it made me think about when I was falling in love with my wife, and that that you know that amazing yeah. first year where you're like, oh my god, this person you're like, is call the them one. Back, what are you? Yeah, doing? It, it takes. That's so lovely. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. It takes you through that journey, which is amazing. The big sick. It's in cinemas uh, on Thursday. Thank you so much, Kamal, and uh, your wife, who it's based on, Emily. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank, Thank you. you. It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Money over everything.
bad, looking like a bag of money. <laughs> Hey, parents out there, or if there's kids listening and you want to contribute, I'd love to hear from you. 131060, how much pocket money do you give? Or kids, how much pocket money do you get? Is it still a thing? Because even if you call up and say how much you used to get as a kid, I'd love to hear from you because it seems like the amounts now, I don't know what is fair. Mm. They reckon, they said, I read somewhere a while ago, $40 is the average amount left by the tooth fairy. What? No. no, it is not. That's Where did I, she get cashed up? I know, right? I know. That's I what I heard. Was, no, it was fine. That's what I heard. I think we used to get $2, but I guess inflation even happens to the tooth fairy. I, I don't know. A gold coin. Mm. Like, yeah. that, that was it. But uh, it'd be interesting to hear, like, where does the market sit? Where did parents calling up on yeah. 13, 10, 60 think? So, for example, give the age of the kid and how much money you give. Yeah. And then if you're a kid... How old you are and how much money you need. And also what you have to do for it. Because you can't just give them money, right? That's what I think as well. Because some people are like, well, pocket money is just what they should get every week. And Mm. I'm like, my son's only five Mm. and he can get money now, but he has to help us out around the house. Mm. And I wouldn't say he does a great job. But like things like wash the car. And he goes to me, he goes, Mum, why can't we go to a car wash like other other parents? And I'm like, no, no, because this is how you get pocket money. Does he ever work so hard that you don't have enough cash for it? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, No, He's my son. No, he slacks off and... So you're not doing interested. you're not doing pocket money at all at the moment. Well, What's no, he gets money? it through chores Same. money. So this is this is him. I asked him how because he wanted to paint the house with me because it needs mm. to paint. So I said to him, "What is a fair amount?" And this is why he came back. Hey, in between monster trucks, can I ask you if you would like to work with me tomorrow as a painter? Um, I do like painting the house, but I want you to choose the colour. But I want to paint the house. Okay, I'll choose the colour. You paint the house, and how much is a fair amount? Uh, maybe ten dollars. Ten dollars an hour. Yeah, that's pretty good. Or maybe Daddy what had a fifty dollars. Did he pay fifty dollars? No, he paid fifty dollars for a brush. Mmm. Is he going to swindle you there? He bought. Well, he. I think Scotty bought a brush and gave him the change from fifty dollars, which is extreme. How much? Because Xander's older. Oh, sorry, Ethan's older. How much does he get? He's, we had a ten dollars a week. Uh, but thing? was that three chores? Um, well, yeah, he had his set things he had to do, but we never yeah. used to pay him. Right. Uh, but, just, but then do you just pay for what he wants? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He gets, oh. he, it would just never be, if he wanted to go do something, we'd just give him money. Yeah. Because like, I want to stop presents now. Like, you know, just random toys. Mm. I'm like, no, no, no. If you go to the shop, so we're going to Big W and something, and you want a new monster truck, I want him to try and save up for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That so is, that is good luck with that. Good with danger. Good. Why? Well, just because you know it's like for kids. They, they, if they have money, mm. it's yeah. burning a hole in their pocket. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just be yeah. spending. I just got Rory a platinum credit card. <laughs> She's going really well with it. Is she? She's got a lot of frequent flyers. Does she points. buy you drinks on the weekend? Uh, she, she doesn't know that she does. Does your wife check the statement? Go, love and rockets. When, where did she go there? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Cara from Capalaba, what's your ver- uh, theory on it? I don't give my kids anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 10 and 4, so they don't get any pocket money. Um, but if we go somewhere, like we go to the state once a year or whatever, they get $50 each to spend. Wow. Okay. So like, $50 as a 10-year-old? Well, what about like Echo? You could do show <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That'd be like a, yeah. a million dollars. Mm, you'd be surprised, those fares. We were at Red Hill Fair on the weekend. The, the t- ticket prices for the rides are quite exy. <laughs> 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 Jill in Northlake, starting 1060. Abby is uh, trying to work out pocket money for Finney, her kid. What do you do? Um, well, my kids are 11 and 14. The younger one gets $5 a week. The older one gets $10 a week because the older one does 
more chores than the younger one. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I came about with that is I, I tried to do the thing where you get certain money if you do certain chores mm-hmm. and then you can build up your own pocket money, but mm-hmm. I'm too lazy to like calculate that out. Yeah. So I just give them, um, it yeah. just automatically goes into their bank account as a transfer every fortnight. Oh, and um, they basically need to do the chores when I ask without question. And if they ever argue with me, it's like, well, would you still like your pocket money to go in your bank account or not? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So yeah. it's a threat. I love the Yeah, I love that. See, we, I was doing the automatic transaction into my kids' accounts, but now I've had to spend it. Like, I keep borrowing from, from their accounts. I think that's called right. stealing. No, 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 because I've put it back three times. Hey, you're going to a private school. Oh, you're going to uni. You're going to TAFE. You're going to you're home school. You're home school. You're home school. Paul, in Rovino, how much do you think uh, is fair for pocket money? Yeah, we give our kids a, a dollar per age. So uh, oh. I've got, uh, yeah, 10, 12 and 14. Mm-hmm. It's starting to build up, obviously. Yes. But, um, yeah. yeah, it was easy. You don't have to think too hard. Uh, I yes. forget their ages every now and then. So, <laughs> Is well. that a, does it last in the week, though, Paul? Do they do they come at the end of the week and go, look, I'm a bit short, mate. Can you can you spot us a 50? Uh, no, actually, my missus, um, she's got an app and it, it logs it on an app. So they don't actually get the money, mm. but they it stores up on this application oh. and then if they do want to spend it, then they can tap into that and we right. subtract from it oh, and all geez, that sort of thing. that's new age. I love it. Yeah. Are any of them smart enough to go, well, I'm 12 and a half, so I want that extra 50 <laughs> <Yeah>. cents? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, no, they're, they're very cluey. Mm. They uh, use it against us all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm a true believer in child labour, so they we work them pretty hard. <laughs> what are they, making the sneakers? <laughs> what are they doing for this? <laughs> How come everyone's doing this so professionally? Like, are they getting pay slips at the end of it? Are they doing a bloody... Maybe that's what you're doing wrong, though, because does your son do many chores around the house? Oh, he does nothing. We put a chore list together for him. It was empty the dishwasher and have a good attitude, and he still can't do that. <laughs> oh, he's still struggling. <laughs> you can't give pocket money for a good attitude. Yeah, oh. you can. <laughs> We're trying. Trust me. That's why he doesn't get any money. Jessica, <laughs> 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 Vale, what's your theory on pocket your... money? <laughs> Well, my daughter is three, mm-hmm. and she asked us to start paying her for chores. So she has to make her bed, uh, clean her room every day, and unstack the dishwasher every day. Mm-hmm. And she goes a star. So when she gets five stars, she gets $5. Jeez, and if she decides to put it in the bank in mm-hmm. her little money box, mm-hmm. I double it. Ah. Oh, geez, that is good. She's three, so, and yeah. she's already negotiating for mm-hmm. higher wages. Yes. Maddie's looking over there like, nah, it's too hard work for me. So she's, she's got over $100 now. Wow, that's wow. good. Someone's getting a pony. To be honest with you, <laughs> I hate emptying the dishwasher that much. Mm. I'd probably pay a grand <laughs> to get it done. That is, is that not the worst just, job in the world? You just make it a cupboard. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? What have you decided? How much? I might do the whole stars. Mm. I like that with Jessica. Yeah. So they do a chore and you get a, give them a star. And is that worth a dollar, you said? Yeah, so yeah. if they get five stars, they get $5. Hmm. I like that. All right. Mm-hmm. There's a visual representation there. You can see who's I mean, working, yeah. who's not. Not yet. I haven't got any money. I'm going to do IOU. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105.
Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on podcast one called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centered around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Last Sunday night, I uh, did a gig at the Sun at the, the Piazza. Is it still called the yeah. Suncorp Piazza? Yeah, Suncorp mm-hmm. Piazza. Yeah, that, at, at Southbank with uh, no. Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Someone else, by the way. So I know it's not a big deal of the story. Someone else now sponsors it, oh. but I can't really? remember who. Yep. Oh, they're doing well That's then. Why. <laughs> the Piazza? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's an interesting choice for a winter gig because yeah. it's quite cold. But uh, I did it with Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. You awesome. might know him from Cosmos. Mm. Um, he's the uh, African-American science guy. It's amazing. What does he yeah. do? He, okay. He's like a Brian Cox. Remember, Brian, you talked to Brian Cox, you fell in love with him. He's like him, but... You'll recognise his voice. Uh, but the love is gone, but yes. I asked Stav to come along with Stav, like something like his father-in-law had a 70th birthday or something yeah, like sorry, that. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Apparently yeah. that's more important. <laughs> Fine. My bad. Uh, I, I know that you really wanted to come. It I was did. a good gig, uh, and we did another one in Sydney um, where he and I went and sat down and had a chat afterwards, and we had then a bunch of kids jump up and ask him if he believes in God or something. It was awesome. Mm. But backstage after the show... Uh, I was there with uh, Georgia, who's 13, and my nephew, Harrison, who's 14, who was losing his mind. And Georgia's like, yeah, whatever. Hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> she was so cool about it. <laughs> I said, oh, this is Georgia, and this is Harrison. He goes, oh, hello. Oh, sorry. Hello, and welcome to the universe. He did the whole voice and everything. Wow. But I sat down with him, and, I, and I, I asked a question that I thought you would ask him if you did get a chance to speak with him, Staff. Oh, okay. Mm. So we're uh, we're backstage at the show. I'm here with Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. We just had a show with about four thousand people, plus or minus, plus yeah. or minus. Stav is one of the men that I do my radio show with. Stav is a massive fan of Doctor Who, mm, so nice. much so that he's been on television shows talking about how great Doctor Who is. Can you either fill him with elation or break his heart about the realities of Doctor Who? It really is bigger on the inside. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you had access to the fourth dimension, as the good doctor does, then everything he does is completely possible. And um, although I, I remember seeing very old episodes of Doctor Who, where the Dalek, uh, it had like a, a, a bathroom plunger sticking yes. out. This yes, and we said, is that really a plunger? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so it was hard to be scared of that. But then I got absorbed into the story and how much everyone in the story feared the Daleks. And, and so now when I see a Dalek, I'm, I'm terrified, actually. So I'm, <laughs> I'm completely bought into the story, the storyline. Wow. Can you, can you explain that? <laughs> <laughs> what's he say? What's he what's saying the, there? What's what, the what's the the Dalek? Dalek, Dalek the yeah. Dalek. Yeah, it's what, it's the Doctor's greatest enemy. It's a, a alien that pretty much takes over planets and exterminates everybody. and keeps following him. Yeah, through yeah. different planets. Yeah, through different times and yeah. Upstairs now, apparently, you used to yeah. be able to get away from them by just running upstairs, but now they can yeah, go like upstairs. Oh. Mm. They're terrifying. Oh. Yeah, they look like salt and pepper shakers. But they you ever hear anyone <laughs> say exterminate? That's a Dalek. Yeah, that's a Dalek. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's basically saying that everything in Doctor Who is possible is what I got out of that. If you have access to the fourth dimension. Well, how do I get access to this fourth dimension? 
I guess that's a question for next time. <laughs> so, and he, so this is a full scientist mm. saying that, hang on, what he's saying there is Doctor Who. Is he saying time travel is possible? No. Uh, he's, he's an astrophysicist, and yes. he's saying that if you have access to the fourth dimension, everything that Doctor Who can do, you can do. Did we smoke drugs this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I know I did. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. I'm really grateful we still have that money to give away because it's going to really change someone's life here in Brisbane and they might not even know it yet. I'm grateful for that. I'm thankful for that. But there's some things I'm not thankful for. And that's why I have to say this. To you, movies that I thought were really funny a few years ago. I'm flicking through on Netflix trying to watch something with my 13-year-old. And then I realise the big joke, the big mic drop comedy moment of the film was actually really funny in the 90s. Now, it's just kind of mean and transphobic. Mm. Talking to you, Waze Ventura. Oh, how dare you. Dude, where's my car? Hangover 2. Not that I would ever watch that with a 13-year-old anyway. (laughs) So thanks, but no thanks. Mm. My favourite was Orgasmo. I can't watch that with anybody. (laughs) Meow. I don't know any of the movies. Orgasmo's (laughs) great. It's so great. At parties, when it's time to leave... There's two types of people. Those who like to ghost or do the very, very small minimum before they leave. And the others who like to say goodbye to every single person. Some of them they didn't even meet at the party. I'm the first one. My husband is the second one. <laughs> Getting him to leave your party on Saturday was like, oh, my gosh. I walked to the car like three times. Because he was trying to stay. He's he like, was trying to anchor himself to someone I new. Should, I should go with you, babe. Shouldn't I go with you? But I want to say goodbye to Matt's mum. I'm like, no, she doesn't even know you, hon. He, what he wanted was for you to go, no, you stay and I'll go. Thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> ah, board games. Aren't they fun? No, it's what they call board games. <laughs> you know when you're sitting around on a holiday or on the weekend, you've got nothing to do, you go, I suppose I should... Spend some time with these things that we created out of love. <laughs> Let's play a board game. Mm. I thought you were talking about the board game, but the no. kids. Kids, yeah. board yeah, game yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. They always end in fights, though. Mm. I have yeah. never finished up a board game where it's been fun. Mm. My yeah. wife is a cheater. Mm. She oh. cheats. She likes to be the banker with Monopoly? Always. Mm. Nah. So board games, mm. you're fantastic kindling. I will give you that. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Hey there, my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter who is systematically trying to tear me down and ruin my self-esteem bit by bit. (laughs) You were going to grandma's yesterday with your mum, leaving me at home. When you said, is daddy coming? And mum went, no. And you went, yay! I mean, (laughs) oh. (laughs) The wrong thing came out of my mouth, daddy. I meant, oh. Oh. I really meant oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, you didn't, you little. Yeah, I just doesn't fall far from the Thanks. No, thanks. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hey, that is done. The podcast, uh, you, thank you so much for downloading it. Make sure if you haven't, like if you're a first time listener to the podcast, just hit subscribe. Mm. And then you get it all the time and get the automatic download. And then every time. We upload one, bang, there it is, on your iPod. How's, how's our podcast reviews looking? Oh, I haven't read them. It's really quite interesting because our reviews are from over the years, like mm. years and years and years ago. When we were good. Yeah, like... <laughs> when this just does too. <laughs>
Hey, hey, hey. No, I think actually, to be honest, I think we stopped because you and I couldn't be bothered doing it. That rings a bell. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the good old years. Yeah. Oh, so it was better without me and Osher. Is no, that what you're saying? No. No. You're not saying that they got us in to help you? That's not what happened? That's not what happened no, at all. Oh. We didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's one from eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, the podcast is okay. I, I reckon, R-E-C-K-E-N, mm. and they should make a separate one just for gotcha calls. Oh, oh that's how old it is. Oh. That's right. I used to do the old gotchas. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. No. Gotcha. Hated them with a passion. Why though? Why? Because How were your voices? Did you used to put on different voices? Yes, I used to put on different voices. Do what was your standard accent would have been Indian? Indian yeah. As they would have yeah. gone like four hundred in an Indian accent. Um, yeah. what would it be your manly voice? Uh, this is my manly no, no, no. voice. Do your manly voice? Uh, hi, I'm a manly man who does manly things. Uh, mm. If you get actually in. <laughs> just putting it out there because we love feedback. Mm. Uh, Stab Abby Don't and Matt you with Osha because you, you're do, you're doing them. I'm not doing them. <laughs> is our Facebook page? You would yeah. be good at them, Maddie. You You'd do love, love them. them. You're the sort of person that would have been at home with your old phone, just calling random shops just for when fun you're when you were a kid. Mm. Is your yeah. fridge running? Yeah. Well, you better go catch it. No, no, no. I, I do remember, by the way, I was going to say, if you want Stab to do the gotcha calls again, hit us a message. Yeah. No, we, I never used to do the, the cheesy ones. What I did, I remember one year I picked a number. Mm. Yeah. And I rang that number at least once or twice a week mm. for an entire year. Wow. So it was just <gasps> that. I remember that you con- now. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that constant, mm. just to the point where I was just ringing for nothing. Mm. Yeah. You know? And they, like, but when it stopped... Um, was when the guy said to me, I've worked out who you are and where you live and I'm going to come and kill you. Wow. Oh, that's and that, probably a good time. That's mm. when I think I've you think I'm done, probably yeah. gone too far. Yeah. Yeah. You yes, know what's yeah. next for me? A career in radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you showed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, if you want those gotcha calls back from um, Stab, ah, he would love to do them. Oh, he would love not. to do them for you. Um, just email us. Uh, Stab over Matt with our show on Facebook. And he'll do one for you. If you send, if we get enough messages, he'll do one tomorrow's show. How about that? Mm-hmm. All right. Stav is always one. He's never one to rock the boat. He's never one to speak up when he doesn't like something. Right now, I can tell he is boiling with murder on the inside. Ah, it's fine. He's no, tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. Why don't you just go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Stab, Stab, Stab.